What's up? It's Jimfro from Ready Check Pool, and I'm here with Zax. What's up, man? What's up? So, this is a pretty random podcast that we're putting up because we just got some solidifying news about alt leveling, Torgas progression, covenants, PvP itemization, and sockets. A lot of shit. So, what we're going to do for the first time ever is try to read the post, talk about the post, talk about each subject you know, individually, it could be long. Hopefully it's not too long, but at the very least, hopefully it's informative to everyone listening. And then maybe we can cut up some segments and put them individually on YouTube and, you know, give a little bit more context and some videos and some things that go along with it. Trying something a little bit new. This is a little impromptu. So bear with us a little bit. It's also podcast number 15, which will be up on, you know, Spotify and Apple podcast uh, tomorrow. So that's that man. Um, First, first reactions. I just, I just want to get your first reactions to, you know, big, big update from the developers right now. Yeah, it's big, dude. Uh, my first reaction is I'm sad. Damn. So I'm gonna try to, you know, I gotta try to come at this from a bit of a try to be more positive about it. But ultimately, I'm, I'm kind of just sad. There's a lot of cool stuff in here. Ultimately, like there's little bits and pieces that are like, oh, okay, sockets. Yeah, I see what you're doing. You know. It's like I get there, there's some good ideas, and like their intent is good. It's just not what you wanted. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, so just so everyone knows, Zax and I have very, wait, hold on. We should, I got to hit that record button. Uh, Zax and I have very, very distinct opinions. Um, in, in slight differences when it comes to certain things. So, you know, we might go a little back and forth. It's all in good fun. We all want the best for the game, regardless of what side of the fence we're on with each topic. So, uh, all right, I am going to load up this um this browser. All right, let's see if this transition works. Ooh, this is nerve-wracking. Bam, got it. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about is we're not going to – we don't need to read the – the first part but the first thing we're going to talk about is the alt leveling so what the, the way we're going to format this is we're going to say what we're talking about and then we're going to go in and read the whole post and then talk about what we think about it all right so first yeah, thing is alt leveling well if, if you don't already know I, I don't know if you explained it fully but ian has Acostas put out this shadowlands development update today uh on the 9th on wednesday detailing a whole bunch of shit that Jim just talked about that uh everything to do with Shadowlands and where they're at with it, what they're planning on doing, answering some some, you know, questions that people, you know, some feedback, trying to explain what the plans are for for Shadowlands. So it's just a whole bunch of stuff and we wanted to kind of do it justice by giving it a whole dedicated thing. So, we'll take it one step at a time. All right, all right, all right. So, First things first is the alt leveling. So Zach is going to read it off, and then we'll continue on that. All right, yeah, we're going we're gonna to read it word for word. Here we go. Alt leveling. As we first announced at BlizzCon last year, while well, everyone's first trip through Shadowlands is driven by a linear narrative campaign that grants access to in-game features such as covenants, world quests, and more, we want to offer players who are leveling alts a much more flexible experience. We've had a version of the... We had a version of that experience available in beta for the past few weeks, as alts select their covenant immediately upon first arriving in Oribos, and then can tackle the four zones in any order they choose. However, we've received a couple points of feedback that have led us to refine this approach. First, 
A number of testers felt like they weren't necessarily ready to pick a covenant right away on a new class, and wish they could, and wish they could replay the narrative arc that let them test drive each of the each of the active abilities along the way. Second, even for players who were who were familiar with the overall story by that point, it felt confusing or wrong to play through portions of some zone campaigns out of order or while already a member of a covenant. Uh, for example, doing the main Revendreth arc while already being a member of Renathal's Venthyr. Sounds kind of weird. Uh, in this week's build, alts emerging from the Maw for the first time will be met in Orbos by the mysterious Fate Scribe. Some some guy that just made up, I guess. Rando. Yeah. Who now offers an explicit choice between re- replaying the narrative arc as, as a first-time character experienced it, or following the threads of fate to their inevitable conclusion and beginning the journey at a point following the climactic events at the end of Revendreth's story. Characters choosing the latter option will enter the Shadowlands in a state where the entire narrative campaign has already been completed, with new bonus objectives available and locations that were previously central to the campaign. Lucrative zone-wide objectives for each of the four zones will provide additional structure while while allowing alts to roam the Shadowlands as they prefer. Earning gear and experience through their choice of a, of a zone's side quests, bonus objectives, world quests, dungeons, or rares and treasures. Huh. Our goal with this alt experience remains offering more flexibility than ever on repeat playthroughs, while also allowing alts to begin making progress toward their in-game goals, earning anima for their covenants, reservoir, or catching up on renown so that they can hit the ground running when they reach level 60. We look forward to hearing feedback on how the new experience feels. So the okay. the summary is uh, the first time you level in Shadowlands from fifty to sixty, you got to do it in order: Bastion, Maldraxxus, Ardenweald, Revendreth. Boom, level sixty. Then you get to pick your covenant. You try out the covenants along the way, and then you get to pick your covenant at the end. That's the first time you do it. The second time you do it, they're gonna let you choose. You can either do it that way again. So that it's kind of like natural, and you get to try out all the covenants, um, and that's like the same as the first time you did it. Or you talk to this fate scribe guy that they just made up out of out of thin air, and he lets you do it as if you're like a repeat a repeat character. So you can pick a covenant immediately. I get maybe at like level fifty, so you can just choose. You already know. You're you already. I want to be a vent there. I already know. Boom, picked it. And then you can just level through any of the zones however you want, what, how, you know, at whatever speed you want, at whatever order you want. There's even going to be extra bonus objectives and stuff because you've like already done the initial leveling. Now you get this secondary option of like a advanced leveling. You know, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. So when I first read through this, I was like, oh no, they're going to make it so they're going to. All right. So right now I'm beta. Uh, when you when when you get in, you make your level sixty character. It treats you as if you were an alt. So they were testing this out for a little bit already. So you basically just you you jump in at sixty. You pick which covenant you want to go, and then you go to town. You start leveling the zones and doing all the stuff. You start getting your renown, which is stuff that you gain that goes towards your covenant. And you you know you start building up some rapport with your soul binds and things like that. And that's you know that helps people who just want to get their character to max level and they really just want to finish right but when as i was reading this i was like oh they're going to take that away i was like they're going to take that away and they're going to make it so that we have to go through the zones one by one because it 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 would take too much work to make it a new experience for alts the other way right but then he was like no we're just going to give you the option 
I was like, yeah, yeah. whoa. I was like, that's all right. Okay. And then they said there's also they're going to be adding a few things to make it make a little more sense if you're an alt. So they are actually putting in a little bit more work, which I think is the fucking perfect solution, man. Like they really they like this right here. They did a great job. It's not like it's not like anyone. Uh, it, you know, this, this isn't very exciting stuff, especially for m most of our audience who, you know, they want to perform well in raids and stuff like that. But when you're leveling an alt and you're leveling the second alt, the third alt or whatever, like now you have the option of, do, do you want the story to make sense? So that way you can go through and, you know, start learning the, the things, the way you want to learn, have that real shadowlands experience, or do you want to just zoom through the levels, already start getting renowned, already start getting your soulbind stuff, was, uh, you know, g start getting prepared? You already know which one you want to be and just get it over and done with. You have both options. I think it's fucking great. Yeah, it's definitely, like, alt-friendly. You can already, by the time you get to 60, if you do it like the out-of-order way, if you want to call it this new way, you can already be kind of, you know, on your way to unlocking your soulbinds or whatever. You can already build up in-game stuff while you're leveling so that's hey i'm cool with that which is really great I, you know i want to i want to experience a story for real the first time you know like in order that makes sense you got to do it in order the first time i'm cool with that but after that i don't care i already know the story i don't care about doing it in order anymore i just want to yeah. blast blast level 60 and if i can get some in-game stuff along the way i'm cool with that and it's, you have the option you know yeah that's that's what you i like still do it in order I might not do it, you know, a couple times, right? So like, it's like I, you, you, you make your first alt, and you just want to get through because you realize that you picked uh, Shadow Priest, and you don't want to heal for the rest of the tier. So you go and level uh, Warlock now because you made a mistake, and you just want to get through it. But then maybe a little bit, you know, tears over, whatever, and you just like, oh, I want to experience that shit again. And now it's like when you make an alt, you're not, you don't have to do the, sh you know, the shitty flip flop way. You can do the tailored blizzard experience way and get that whole like you know a glimpse of that whole thing again that some of that the you know nostalgia that might have built up over the couple months so um yeah i, I think this is awesome i really do i think yeah, it's I'm great cool, cool with this for sure so uh yeah both big thumbs up from both of us on this one uh and i think so we're we'll, so uh, good yeah we're, we're gonna we're moving on to torgas now so here we go torgas progression yeah torgas progression Number of players in the past couple months on beta have raised concerns about what seemed like excessively lengthy introductory quest lines in Torghast, which at their worst could feel like five or six successive tutorials that had, had to be completed before players could access the real feature. In a coming build, likely next week, we're restructuring the way Torghast is unlocked, such that players can gain full access to the main wings, main wings of the tower after completing just a single introductory run that also grants access to the Runecarver. The remaining quests to locate and rescue Jaina and Thrall will be incorporated into a larger quest line that spans the six main Torghast cell blocks. Uh, that's hard to read. Spans the six main Torghast cell blocks, rewards legendary crafting materials, and eventually unlocks the Twisting Corridors section at its conclusion. Speaking of Twisting Corridors, as we finalize tuning, Twisting Corridors should come into its own as the Challenge Mode wing of Torghast offering 18 floor runs at a higher level of difficulty than the rest of Torghast, with cosmetic rewards for clearing certain thresholds. Okay, so... so yeah. Uh, did you do any of the uh, unlocking already? N no, that but, no, I just watched a few videos on it, and like, and I think what the main complaint was is, is again, not from our circle, because our circle is like, if, it, if, if there's something to unlock, 
we unlock it and we're done, right? Like we don't like we don't care much about how you unlock something. It's how long does it take and can we get it done? But there was a lot of people who were complaining that you, the way that you unlocked Torghast and the way that you got through Torghast was through stages that all had to be completed one you know one after another before you could start actually running Torghast and apparently Blizzard didn't want that it took too long and now they're changing it so that you can start actually doing things in Torghast start gaining you know uh start making things towards your legendaries and things like that without having to complete all of them but they're yeah. still keeping all of it in there so that you can complete it if you want. Again, just another like, some people don't like it. Some people do like it. We're going to let you choose. Or, we're, you know, we're just yeah. going to meet in the middle. It's it's one of those type of things. Um, I didn't really understand the, um, the whole part about uh, the challenge modes uh, offering 18 floors that run higher. Like, I, I thought that's what... So it's like there's normal tour gas where you get your legendaries. And then there's challenge mode where you get um, uh, cosmetics. Is that like how they're separating it? Yeah. Then, yeah. Then and it only goes up to 18 floors. Doesn't Apparently, seem very, yeah. Doesn't seem very challenging. That was going to be endless. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. I, it, maybe it just starts you out. It scales harder. Or, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how the challenge mode things work because this is, this is kind of a new idea. But the whole point of the, this change that they're doing is like, you know, you got a you got a you got a fresh alt. Let's say you already did everything, and now you got a fresh alt. And it's like, all right, I want to go into Torghast. I already know how Torghast works. Let me get into Torghast. Let me get my legendary dust. Let me do what I gotta do. Unlock the layers, whatever. However, it's gonna work. But before you can do that, you have to do this like un introductory unlocking quest quest line that makes you do Torghast runs, but you don't get any reward for them. You have to do it like four, five, six runs of yeah, where you get nothing. And then it's bad. like, okay, now you can do real Torghast. And it's like, but I just did real Torghast like six times, man. And I had to do it six times on my other character. And on yep. my next character, I had to do it six times again. So basically they they got rid of that. It's just like, do one introductory run probably, where it's just like, this is what Torghast is, even though you already know. Just do one intro for like the storyline basically. And then, and then you're good. And then like Torghast is open. You know, you can start getting your dust a lot faster. So, hey, that's good. We're good. Yeah, it's, you know what I've just realized? Sense. Like, I need to start doing more Torghast because I've been so focused on what class I'm going to play and stuff that I, I need to jump back in there. Like, I need to I need to figure out, like, how these legendaries and, and all that's working out in Torghast because at the beginning, I was having a blast doing it, and I kind of just, you know, because of all the shit that we have to get done uh, right. with raid guides, guides, you know, class spec overviews and stuff, kind of just, uh, been nailing those out and haven't been, haven't been really having too much fun in, in Torghast. So maybe, maybe I'll do that this week and, and finish that off. But yeah, I'm actually excited, uh, for the fact that they're again, making it a little bit more alt friendly and it, it from the, the way that it reads, it's even more main friendly. It's just like when you're in Torghast, you're starting to gain shit. And I think that's right. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. Something, right. something like I feel like part of the reason why we haven't really done like we did Torghast at the beginning and we were like holy shit this is awesome <laughs> you know like this is just fun just fun like there's almost no reason for me to be in here uh, to like keep coming here and just keep blasting away like it's just fun to be in here yeah. um, but I feel like the reason why we kind of don't do it so much uh, is because like ultimately it's 
it's the islands of Shadowlands. Torghast is the same. It's the same I like idea as islands. You just do it to progress. To you have to do it to progress this thing. It's supposed to be fun. Islands were fun the first time, and then nothing. This is like Torghast is supposed to be fun. You have to do it, but it's gonna like continue to be fun. Like every time you go in there, like it's not gonna be like a chore. You know, you're like you're gonna go into Torghast and you're gonna be like, oh shit, I actually like Torghast. You know, I'm cool. I'm I'm fine with going into Torghast. You know. Yeah. So but, it's that uh, good. Ultimately, it's... but it's like, I, I, it's fun. But ultimately, I'd rather be doing other stuff, which like makes it sound bad. But it's like. Uh, and a lot of people, I dude, I dude, I bet people are gonna live in Torghast. Like they're For gonna sure. do yeah. every single, they're gonna do every single challenge mode on every single spec. They're gonna try, they're gonna treat it like the Mage Tower, probably. Which that might be freaking, that might be awesome. Like doing the challenge mode stuff, treating it like the 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 Mage Tower, bro. That might be sick. Yeah, but again, with the Mage Tower, if you had to do it again, you would, you would do it. You know, if for especially the people who like the tanking one, um, like you would do that again. And you would maybe do it a third time and kill it a third time. But then you're like, well, if I'm not getting any rewards from it, I mean, the reason why I play the game is, you know, PvE, PvP, Mythic Plus, raiding, arenas, battle. Like, that's the reason why you play the yeah. game. So the fact that it's extremely fun that you and then you that's how you progress your character is awesome. But I get what you're saying where if there was no reward, you're going to do it until the novelty runs out and then you're going to stop yeah. doing Torghast. Um, but the fact that it's fun and we have to keep doing it because we're going to get cosmetics. And even if it's just a little bit, even if it's, you know, titles, cosmetics, things like that, like people will run it for that. And then, I, bro, I know several people who are going to get everything out of Torghast because it's, a, oh, yeah. it's so much fun and you get such cool shit out of it even if it's not your legendaries the fact that you get your legendaries is fucking awesome too but yeah so i think uh torghast is going to be a blast but that is yeah that's probably the reason why i haven't uh i haven't you know thought about jumping back in is because you know right now i'm getting more out of figuring out what class i want to play yeah and we we already know we're going to be doing a billion torghast so it's like For sure. it's already fun that's that box is checked that shit's fun please don't ruin it torghast is good to go i'll see you when it comes out <laughs> you know yeah exactly all right, all right. so this next one is going to be very long. Now, I don't know if we want to summarize what it is, if we want to read a couple paragraphs, talk about that specific part, or do you just want to just fucking go ham, read the spot, then just go ham with talking about it? Uh, yeah, this is a long one, huh? All right, I'll just I'll, I'll read until we get to something that we need to talk about. All right, so here we go. We're going to we're so yeah, read until in short. Perfect. Yeah, you'll read all that and then in short you'll read that paragraph. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Then we'll talk about what what we just learned info. All right, listen up. Buckle up, Buttercup, cuz here okay. we go. We're talking about covenants. All right. Covenants. Covenants are the centerpiece of Shadowlands and have been the oh, oh. Okay, he said it like that. Covenants are the centerpiece of Shadowlands and have been the subject of passionate discourse across the community over the past few weeks, which has been mirrored by discussion and debate within our team. From the system's first, from the system's first conception, selecting a covenant was crafted to be a weighty decision, shaping a character's abilities, cosmetic rewards, and access to in-game story arcs and sanctum system. A weighty decision, almost by definition, comes with some amount of stress, whether anxiety about making the wrong choice, quote-unquote, or just evaluating various pros and cons and wishing 
and wishing there were a way just to get the best of all worlds. In designating this system, oh, in designing this system, <laughs> yeah. we've done we've done what we can to minimize the burden of regret. That's so. That's such a that gave me chills. We've done what we can to minimize the burden of regret. Those measures should be fully enabled by next week's beta release. While, yeah, while picking a covenant at the end of your journey to max level is a weighty choice, it is not a permanent one. If you find that whatever the reason you are unhappy with your initial covenant pick at level 60, you need only return to Oribos and you can immediately switch to a different one. We've, we, we already know this. Now, if you later wish to rejoin, rejoin a covenant that you have left, that is a slightly more in, that is slightly more involved. There's a path to redemption consisting of a series of two weekly quests. Does that mean two weeks or two in one week? Oh, whatever. Of two weekly quests to atone for breaking your vow and to rededicate yourself to that covenant's cause. These quests are now available for testing in beta. They are still being tuned, but the intent is that they are largely largely ceremonial rather than feeling like an arduous grind. Okay, I want I want to I want to stop there. Okay. Okay. So what he just said. <clears throat> He said, when you pick a covenant, everything's cool. If you want to switch covenants, everything's cool. Real easy, instant. Boom, switch covenant. Welcome. Up if you to want four to go times. back. Yeah, well, yeah. If you want to go back to one that you were already in, you know, you joined Kyrian, you switched to Venthyr, easy. If you want to go back to Kyrian, fuck you. You know, oh, anyway, uh, if you want to go back to Kyrian, there is a. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> that's how that's just it sorry I, I let it come through a little bit all right uh if you want to go back to one that you've already been in there is a ceremonial waiting period put it that way there's just yes. an arbitrary amount of time that you have to wait you don't really have to do much to like go back but you have to wait before you can go back so that's that's why he's saying the 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 weekly the two weekly quests that you have to do to go back they're largely ceremonial rather than feeling like a grind so he's not saying like so basically it's like all right do these two weeks or do these two quests and we'll reevaluate in a week you know like the the covenant like takes time to decide whether they want you back or not yeah yeah so dumb uh but rather than like <laughs> okay okay i want to switch back now i have to do seven million world quests to like get it back today it's like no no no. there's no grinding it's you say you want to come back all right we'll think about it that's how it's yeah. gonna work so so big thing all right you're you're you, you pick kyrian you didn't like kyrian you picked venthyr you didn't like venthyr you switched instantly to maldraxxus didn't like Maldraxxus, then you went to the Night Fae, didn't like Night Fae, and you realized that, you know what, I really did like Venthyr. So you go back to the Venthyr bros, all that shit was easy, right? You go back, to you're, you're like, hey, I would like to be a part of your team. They're like, alright, do this little quest. So you go do the quest, and then they're like, alright, wait a couple days, a week, and then we're gonna evaluate. Alright, do this other quest. Uh, then you go do that quest after a week, and it's like, alright, now wait another week. It's like, okay, and then they're going to be like, all right, now you can be a part of our team. And it's like, yeah. I we get I get that. First off, the, here, let's talk about some of the positives. One, if it, was, uh, if it was a bar that you fill up, that would be fucking horrible. That would be the worst feeling thing ever because you would just do 20 hours of content in, you know, in 20 hours. You would literally just do it straight. You would do it straight through, and you'd be like, I'm ready for tomorrow's raid. 
and that right. would feel really fucking that bad. Would be, that would be bad, yeah. If you picked your covenant and you couldn't change at all, that would also be really bad because if they nerf, buff, whatever, something floats around, that would also be really bad. Now, what they're saying True. is that you can change. We are allowing you to change. You can test them out, whatever, whatever. If you want to change back, we don't want that happening. We don't want that being a part of, of, of the game. And now this is not as bad as the other two, but is really fucking bad. Like really bad. Ultimately, this is this is something we already knew, right? They were like, yeah, you can try them out, but if you go back to one you're already at, it's going to take a while. Now we we're didn't know kind how of long. learning. Yeah, we don't, and we still kind of don't know how long. Like they're being kind of vague about it. I guess we, we'll get to test it on beta and see how how long it actually takes, how long they make you wait. Um, but this is kind of stuff we already knew. It's just like hearing it again. It's like, oh, it's so yes. weird. It's like a weird, weird system, man. Come on. But this is like you're locked into your covenant, kinda. You know. So, so like, they right. want you. They cool. they want. So the whole idea. We'll get this to a little bit further. So, all right, we'll, we'll keep reading. We'll go to the next two paragraphs, okay. and then we'll, we'll continue on. All right, so on that same note, we also, we also have taken steps to ensure that a player who switches covenants, as well as one who reaches max level later on in the expansion, never feels permanently behind as a result. Renown measures the strength of a player's connection to their covenant and is the main vehicle for unlocking additional soulbind powers and various covenant perks and rewards. Players primarily earn renown via e via weekly quests to gather anima from across the Shadowlands and to rescue souls from the Maw and restore them to their rightful place in the Covenant. If a player has missed any of those quests, however, they will find that they can earn renown directly through a range of activities such as dungeons, world quests, and PvP until they are fully caught up to everyone else. This system will be functional on beta in the coming weeks. Um, in short, a player who regrets their covenant choice and who wants to change their mind should be able to do so straightforwardly at any point during the expansion and will be able to reach a state with and will be able to reach a state with no long-term drawbacks or disadvantages compared to someone who had been in that covenant all along. Okay. So, sense. yeah, what 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 basically what they're saying is that if you do end up switching your covenants, again, you go from Kyrian to Venthyr, when when you do that, even if it does take the two weeks, two years, two months, however long they decide, even after that, you'll be able to do other things because there's a weekly cap, right? So you'll be able to do other things that you're so that you can catch up. So like, let's say uh, I'm just yeah. assuming here, but let's say that someone you're three weeks behind, you switch your covenant, you'll be able to do three weeks worth of weekly capping. And I think right, that right. that's what they're trying to do, you know, through dungeons, world quests, PVP and shit like that, which means that ultimately at the end of, you know, a couple of weeks, you're going to be right on par with anyone else that's been in that covenant forever. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And awesome that they're doing that. No problem with that at all. Yeah. And so the currency or like the, the thing that you're collecting, I guess, um, to progress your covenant they're calling renown it's like it's kind of like the new ap like this this whole thing about like being able to catch up to the level that everybody else is at is is almost exactly the same to um like artifact knowledge and like ap levels it's like if i if i make a new character you know if, if i if i am afk for a week am i just behind permanently or is there a way for me to like catch up to everybody and basically they're saying 
everybody is going to have a hard cap every week. Everybody's going to be, nobody can get ahead of anybody else in terms of renown. But yep. if you're behind, you can you can somewhat easily catch up to where everybody is. This is dope. Yeah, this it's what, really good. Hey, yep. this is what weekly caps are all about, baby. This is what I like. This is, like, honestly, it's, it's what we've been asking for for almost all the systems since the beginning. It's like we, yeah. we want to be done with our characters so that we can do whatever the fuck we want. Whether it's, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be mining if I can get some Azerite and get some goddamn power from it, right? So we want to be right. able to to be done and then do whatever other fun things in the game. Now, it sucks that this has to be a thing because, it you know, you could instantly be like, all right, you switched over your, your you, you are your covenant. You don't have to switch covenants because the abilities are separate, which I don't like that they don't address in this fucking post. But anyways, all right. Um, yeah. All right, this let's, is, let's this let's, how This is literally how AP should have worked in Legion. Like, there's a hard cap, and then there's catch-up mechanisms. That's exactly how it should work. So the fact that it's doing that, it's like, okay, I, hey, we're good. Weekly yeah, cap. Yeah, can't, can't be pissed at it. Uh, I can I can work with that. That's yep. way of weight. By the way, this uh, this next paragraph is the it's the biggest one of all. Mm-hmm. The the cord. All you ready? Get, get get your rip. Get your, get your fucking rest in peace going on. Here we go. <sighs> All right. We've also heard from many players who, rather than being worried about regretting their choice, would prefer that they not have to choose at all. They have advocated that we offer a way to switch among the various active abilities offered by Covenants without friction. But these Covenant systems... That's pulling the ripcord, by the way. That's what people, what people want. But these Covenant systems are, are thoroughly intertwined. Covenant abilities are often modified by Covenant-specific conduits and soulbinds, most of the soulbinds, in turn, are unlocked through Covenant-specific narrative campaigns. Uh, so granting granting access to one of these without the others would lead to an incomplete or confusing result. In short, pulling on that thread, or cord as it were, he says that, uh, would, would unravel the entire fabric of the system. Even so, we would embrace the work required to... Oh, even so, we would embrace the work required to re rebuild the Covenant system along those lines if we agreed that it would be an improvement. But we ultimately do not share that view. Now let's read the next paragraph because it goes into this one. <sighs> Before starting an arena match, engaging a raid boss, or entering a dungeon, a character in Shadowlands can change their specialization, their talents, and PvP talents if appropriate, Legendary items, other equipment, active soulbind, and chosen path within that soulbind. So you can change a lot of stuff. When it comes to customizing your loadout, the set of I tools you're going to... Loadout, yeah. Call of Duty, by the way. Ugh. When it comes to customizing your loadout, the set of tools you're going <laughs> to take into a given encounter, WoW offers more options than ever before, and you can almost entirely reshape your character on the fly to suit the moment. But as malleable as those choices are, none of them, other than perhaps your specialization, defines your character. They aren't who you are, but rather what you happen to be doing at any given moment. Rather than, rather than add yet another layer to that decision matrix, we're trying to do something different here. And let players more meaningfully define their character's identity and set themselves apart from other players of the same class. And that identity entails a blend of aesthetic preference, narrative experience, and mechanical strengths and weaknesses. From the earliest sketched designs of the Covenant system, our goal was for the answer. 
our oh our goal was for the answer to what do you play in Shadowlands to be Kyrian Paladin or Venthyr Paladin rather than just Paladin. And given the central role of combat and power progression to World of Warcraft as a whole, achieving that goal for most players requires that there be a power implication to Covenant choice. All right, let's stop there for a second. <sighs> okay, so this is where we're going to differ a little bit, and I'm going to let Zach's vent, and then I will get I will get the little okay. contradiction contradicting point that I have about this. All right, go okay, ahead, let man. Me, let, me, let me summarize all that. All those Ian words. So, ah, let's see. So he says, we hear you. You want to pull the ripcord. You want to unlock the abilities. Like, you, whatever. You're locked into your covenant. That makes sense. Everybody's, you know, kind of okay with that. But you want to just unlock the abilities so that you can, they're basically talents. You want to not be locked into your talents. You want to be able to change a talent row whenever you want just like a regular talent. Uh, that's that's what everybody wants. But he's saying, no, we don't want to do that because they're not just talents. They are more intertwined into the Covenant system and like the these these borrowed power systems um, that you can't just you can't just like switch them on the fly. That wouldn't make sense from a lore perspective, I guess. Um, it's it's as he says, pulling on that thread would unravel the entire fabric of the system. Um, so no, we don't want you to switch your covenant abilities on the fly. There's too much other stuff that you can change. We don't want that to be one of them. Yep. And, no uh, that makes me real sad, dude. That makes me real sad. Cause like literally we were, we were talking about this the other day. I've, I've talked to so many people about this, you know, what are the asking people? What are the, what do you think the odds are that they, pull the ripcord and everybody's like oh like after after playing beta for this amount of time and seeing how ridiculous it is to like not be able to change abilities for sure they're gonna pull the ripcord dude the community is like screaming at them everybody thinks it's the, the right thing everybody playing the game wants it to be that way and it's this is like a anecdotal thing saying everyone like everyone that i talk to wants it to be that wants them to pull the ripcord yep uh Everybody, the entire community, as far as I, 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 the only people I ever see, every content creator is saying the same thing. At least unlock, or only, just unlock the unlock the damaging ability. Everything's gonna be fine. But they're saying, yep. nope, it is too core to. We want it to matter. We want you to be. You can't be the best at everything, or you can't have the best option for everything. You have to choose, like. If you're, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to, how to say it. We want you to be locked into a talent. They want that. You cannot have, you cannot switch talents based on the situation. You have to, if you want, if you want the AOE talent for all the AOE stuff you do, pick that. But that means you cannot have the single target talent when you're in a single target situation. Yeah. And uh, I don't like that. But I mean, I get what he's saying. It's like a core. It's so baked into how covenants work, which they could change. But uh, it's so baked in that like unlocking only the ability would just be awkward. Like you, you would see Venthyrs using carrying abilities. I guess like that would be weird for people to see. I guess is what he's talking about. All right. Know. 
So here's here's my thing, okay? I am more neutral, I think, than than most people who are outspoken about this, where I definitely want the abilities to be unlocked. 100%. There's not even a question about that. I would much rather the abilities be unlocked. That way, you, if there is, which there's going to be, if there is a best and you are not that, if something is the best in everything and you are not that one thing, then you're just worse, right? For no reason, right? You're just worse. And that would feel really bad. But let's consider a few things. First thing is, I kind of respect the fact that they want you to be a Kyrian Paladin or a Venthyr Paladin and not just a Paladin. I think that's that's pretty admirable to like want to change the game in a way like that where where you actually have an identity from an expansion that we really haven't had before ever. And with that on top of that, I also respect the fact that going with someone like, uh, like Kyrian, when they say that they don't share, where's it? Uh, it says, uh, if we agree that it would be an improvement, but we ultimately do not share that view. So what they're saying is that, they really feel that it is better for the game. Now, again, keep in mind, they've made drastic system changes. They've made re- like they've reverted complete class changes. They've done a lot of stuff, and there's a reason why they are dying on this hill and they really believe that it is better for the game. Now, if yep. this was BFA, I would say they're fucking wrong. They have no idea. Look what corruption is. But if you've played alpha, if you've played uh, enough beta, if you've actually been playing as much as Zax and I have been doing, like, I kind of want to say they might have earned my trust in this aspect a little bit. Because I can understand that if they really feel that soul binds, conduits, uh, uh, the, the covenants in general all play a big role in that ability and the fact that that ability has a lot of weight it has to be great we're talking about the class abilities the ability has to be great it has to feel like it's completely unique from the other three options and it has to also be balanced now that is impossible there is no fucking way blizzard is going to balance that but hopefully they can get it close enough to where if I am a Night Fae because I do a lot of Mythic Plus on the Warrior, I don't feel terrible doing a single target raid boss if you know versus another warrior that is uh you know playing condemn with the Venthyr. Like if they can actually pull that off to where it's not that bad or, or that drastic of a difference, then this whole system would be fucking amazing. It's gonna be they, absolutely amazing. They talk is about there, that, Nick. Is there a chance that they can do that? Probably not, uh, but no. I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I do want to give them the benefit of the doubt, just because of the past stuff that they have done with completely overhauling, completely overhauling uh, different aspects of the game, and saying that it is in- intertwined into every aspect. You know the you know with your conduits, co- uh, uh, soulbinds, and and the quests and all that stuff is super true. It would be really weird to have the condemnability. Not really weird. It would just be off to have the condemnability, but no way 
to buff it through soul binds, conduits, and things like that. Now, you can give everyone all the conduits now then at that point, and then we're in a real fucking fishy situation. So I'm not on board with them, but I'm 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 going to say that I'm a little bit on their side of the fence right now because I really believe that there is a chance that they can pull it off. And if they do pull it off, it would be fucking awesome to be able to say that I'm a fucking Venthyr mage, which no one will ever say, but just to be, you know, something like that. Like, you know, that that's that would be amazing if that was the case. And that's my take on it right now. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's there. They're, they talk about it in this next paragraph about like tuning. It's like, well, ultimately, if we get the tuning right, everything will be fine. Uh, so we'll talk about it in a second. But um, I don't I just don't understand. I understand saying like, yeah, we want to do something cute in Shadowlands where like you're not just a paladin, you're a Kyrian paladin. You vibe you vibe hard with the Kyrians. You're you're feeling that. You like that that place. You want to hang out in Bastion. You want to get some wings or whatever. I don't know what they do. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know that makes sense. It's like, oh, I want to vibe with the wings. Kyrians. I want to yeah, no, I want to I want to vibe. I want to hang out with the Kyrians and help them out. They're they're my bros. Um, that would be sick to me. Like, you know, I, I like, I like the lore of this game a lot, actually. Like I'm not too attached to like picking a covenant cause whatever. Anyway, uh, it would make a lot of sense to me for that to be strictly story oriented or cosmetic oriented or, you know, like I'd say aesthetics, narrative experience, whatever. If it's all just cosmetic feel i'm a kyrian paladin these are my bros this is where i hang out this is where i do my stuff this is my sanctum i don't like having vampire parties i like building bosses and fight you know like yeah this is what you like to do you're just doing it because you like how it looks how it feels yep. aesthetically all that stuff but the where they messed up in my mind is they built in power implications as he puts it they built in power implications to your choice that's where they messed up like they could have made a super like i would be compelled to choose as little as i care about the difference between how the covenants feel i'm not picking night Fae, you know i probably won't pick maldrax i'm probably going venthyr on every character you know like venthyr is just dope to me maybe i mean i don't really know too much yet but like Venthyr's just sick. I wish I could just hang out with the Venthyr. You literally just day. said the the two sides that I like that you won't pick. That's how opposite <laughs> we are. Well, and and the thing is, like, if you care, because I feel like people are framing this as like you either care about the aesthetics of the game fully, or you care about playing optimal, and you can't have both. And that's just not true. I my main thing is that I want to play the game optimally and like have my character be as good as possible and I think the majority of the player base is like that to an extent. Like I want to I want to be good at the game. I want to play well, I want to progress my character as much as I can. But I don't want to do it in Night Fae City, you know? If I if yeah. if at that, that's just the best thing I have to do, if Night Fae is just my best covenant, I'm stuck with the Night Fae. It's not a choice. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the best. It would have been, I feel like it would have been way better if it's like, I'm the Maw Walker. I get a talent row that has the four abilities because they all think I'm the shit. I get their four abilities. But 
I like the Kyrians more. So I'm going to like dump my anima and my resources into them and build up my soul binds with them because I just like them more. It's not, they, they don't actually, I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like they just could have done this a totally different way where it was just only story and aesthetic wise. That would have been sick because then I could enjoy picking the one that I like, but I don't get to do that now. I don't get to pick the one that I like. I have to, I mean, because I want to play the game at a, at a high level, I have to pick the one that's the best. So there is no choice. And that sucks. And not to mention that, like, I don't even get to choose to, like, swap based on which content I'm doing. Because 100%, like, there's no way in hell they're going to be able to balance, like, different covenants being better in raid versus dungeons versus pvp you know what i, mean? I was like, gonna bring up a little bit uh different point to 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 bolster your point is okay. i feel that yes everything you said is a thousand percent it would be way better if they just from the beginning just decided that the covenants were going to be what they are uh, minus the class abilities right that would have just been way better and then give the the talent row and there's been graphics and stuff made that they could have easily done something like that and then made it so that each covenant bolsters your your talent whatever but great now check it this is what i think is absolutely crazy right is that if i'm an outlaw rogue and my best thing is maldraxxus my best covenant is maldraxxus there is no way that it's also the best for outlaw and subtlety when they do the balancing correctly. And then let's take it a step further. There's fucking no way that for tanking, DPSing, and healing, the best covenant is going to be the same one. There True. is absolutely no way between your specs that it's going to be the same. Let alone the fact that you're stuck in your conduits that you picked for tanking. You can't pick them for yeah that's, that's healing thing. but like there's no way that that can that balance can be correct if it is it is a blessing it is a blessing from allah from jesus christ like these things you right. know it is like Wait not up. gonna happen yeah and well okay so they kind of respond to it you want to go to the next thing where they kind of talk about tuning yes all right because we're i think we're pretty much on the same page there um all right Next section, more Ian talking. None of this is to say that development on Covenants and their powers is finished, or that we are not open to further changes. Far from it. We understand that when we offer a choice between competing packages of strengths and weaknesses, if we're not careful, especially given social and community pressures, weaknesses can easily overshadow strengths of the system. The satisfaction of having an edge in one type of content doesn't make up for the frustration of being excluded entirely from participating in another. But while tearing down the entire system may seem to some like the simplest way to avoid that pitfall, we're committed to working with the community to ensure that players feel viable regardless of their covenant choice. If you really want to go carrying on your rogue, but can't justify it because every guide currently says that Necrolord's serrated bone spike is too good to pass up. By the way, he's referencing this, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, currently it says that Necrolode's serrated bone spike is too good to pass up, or if an otherwise appealing covenant has benefits that seem irrelevant in PvP, those are exactly the sorts of imbalance we want to fix. And your feedback is essential to that process. In the coming weeks, we'll be doing numerical tuning, making changes to underlying ability, ability designs when needed, and potentially leveraging covenant-specific conduits if a covenant needs some targeted shoring up 
to ensure that they're viable in a particular type of content. As our combat what? oh, as our combat team shifts its focus primarily to tuning, we'll be rolling those changes out to beta servers ASAP for further testing and iteration. Oh okay. man. So they have okay. He has faith. Dude. He has a lot of saying, faith. Yeah. So he's saying we're committed to working with the community to ensure that players feel viable regardless of their covenant choice. They're saying we're not going to get it perfect. We don't want to get it perfect. They're, they're, the choices should be different in different content, which I don't, I don't like that, but whatever. But he's saying, but we're going to get it close enough so that like, if you want to do a dungeon as a rogue and you're not like Maldraxxus is bis, you know, like you should be Maldraxxus if you want to do the highest keys. But if you're not Maldraxxus, if you're a Venthyr rogue, you're not going to get kicked out of the group for it. You're going to be, you're going to be still be pretty good. You know, like the difference between them is not going to be astronomical as it is right now. Right now, if you're not a Maldraxxus rogue, you don't get invited to the key in yep. beta. It's not even anyway. Uh, so it's already not like that. They're not even close with tuning. So they have a long way to go with tuning. Um, and yeah, they have some, some idea that they're going to be able to get them somewhat close in all forms of content. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that, first of all. So they're not even, I don't even think they're going to accomplish that. And second of all, that goal is dumb <laughs> in, in my view. Like they can't do it. And even if they do, it's not going to be good. So yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm sad about this, man. Okay. So, this is me again taking a big leap of faith and the fact that he literally calls out Kyrian, uh, Kyrian and then calls out Necrolords for Rogue they understand where things are strong it's just I don't I, I get that I get that if, if something's strong in single target it doesn't have to be strong in AoE and that's the way that you would balance it but we're not talking about that we're talking about if something is strong for me being a tank and then I want to go heal that's totally fucking different those are not yeah. that's not you can just switch the numbers and make that work it's like like how are you gonna uh, how are you gonna make that i mean if you look at uh so they did it with night fay right they did it with night fay for druid like it's it's good for all three of them it's awesome but the other three aren't it's only that one <laughs> Right, it's it's literally only the night fae one that's balanced between all three of them, and it works well with all three of them. The other three are just not. They just they they don't work that way. So there's no way that you're gonna be able to pick anything other than night fae, because who is gonna wanna be a, a, a fire mage or frost mage or whatever and just be like, well, I literally cannot go arcane. If I'm not Maldrax, I can't go arcane. But I want to be Night Fae, and it might be okay on Fire and Frost, but that just means I cannot go Arcane. It's just, make you know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. it seems like that it's, they're, they're not addressing one of the main concerns. They're saying, well, it's going to be good in PvP. It's also going to be good in Mythic Plus or whatever. Yeah, for one of your specs, there might, you might get it right. You might get it not right, but you might get it as close as you close, can close. for yeah. one spec. There's no fucking right. way that you're going to get it right for all three of my specs in the yeah. way that they play together and, and how the conduits interact with each other. And there's there's that can't happen. And if it does happen, I'm going to you hear it first. Now, I'm going to walk to Blizzard, not drive, not fly a plane. And I'm going to shake Ian's hand and I'm going to say, thank <laughs> you, sir. You have done it. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think the the word that the word that really gets me as a as a player that is mostly concerned with being playing optimally. The word that sketches me out about this whole thing, this this whole section, is him saying viable. To ensure that players feel viable. I don't mind that. I don't mind regardless that because of their covenant choice. I look I, no, I'm saying I understand it. And that's like they've they've put themselves into this corner where like that's the only thing they can aim for. That that's the only thing they can't if they don't even get yeah, there. Exactly. It's yep. really bad. But yep. the point is I feel like he's saying that as if it's like, oh, every, everything's viable, problem solved. No, not no, no, no. I th- no. I think I think what he's trying to say is that if something, if your class is viable here and excels here, then we're good. As long as it is viable here, as long as when when you take you know again condemned instead of the the night fey ability as a warrior, as long as you're gonna poop on single target as a venthyr warrior and you're gonna do okay as a venthyr warrior on aoe and then the opposite for night fey i understand that right you don't they don't all need to be best in all situations i'm i'm not like i'm cool with that i just don't think that they can even make them all viable <laughs> yeah yeah he said he even said something earlier i'm gonna try to find it while you're talking yeah, that, that's like really the the main the main issue for me is that I don't care if everything is viable, then everything's fine, right? Like if if I'm not like I just don't want the situation where I have a friend, a buddy, or whatever who's playing a class, he's trying his heart out, and then he's the the he happens to pick a covenant on an AOE fight, he has to sit because he picks a single target covenant, and it's shit like that that would be a real a real fucking disaster for for guilds and raids it's what happened in legion in the beginning and but i do again i know i sound really like depressed when it because it is kind of depressing this whole thing because i really wanted them to pull the ripcord i really thought they were going to i just feel like they can get it right and i feel like if they do get it right it's going to be better than if they did it the other way it's just they're risking the whole expansion they're literally risking the entire expansion off of getting it right, getting the balance right in these this situation. It's a fucking great expansion that they could have just, you know, they could have just coasted by. But I guess they're, they want to take the risk. They want to take the risk and say it's yep. going to be the best fucking expansion ever. Or they're just yep. too lazy to change it the right way. I don't know. Yep. They, they have a... They... There, there wasn't a hill to die on. They created the hill, and now they're dying on it. Like, like oh, it wasn't dying. even there. Yeah, it wasn't even there. They made a hill themselves, and now they're dying on it. It's like, come on, what are you doing, man? All right, the yeah. thing, the I found the sentence. So, he says it himself. The satisfaction of having an edge in one type of content does not make up for the frustration of being excluded entirely from participating in another. That's yep. true. So that's why they say they want to make it viable at least, which that's subjective. Like, yeah, that's just a subjective. Viable means nothing. That means like, what percentage are you considering is viable? How viable uh, was sub in BFA? Because like to me, if it's not the best, in in what I do, trying to mythic raid at 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 the highest level that I can, if it's not the best, it's not viable. Period. There's no. There is no like r- like wiggle room for like 
eh, it's not the best, but it's, it'll get the job. No, no, no. I mean, I you'll would, be able to do your weekly 15. be the best. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, for most play, like for most players, the almost the entire player base, what they're aiming for, things being viable, that's understandable. Because it it affects, it'll appease, I guess. It'll uh, I don't know what the word is. It'll, it'll be okay for most players. But it's just like a philosophical thing. People aren't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Maybe maybe it's good ultimately. I just feel like like most of their decisions they are hurting players who want to be optimal without actually benefiting players that just want to be viable. I don't I don't know if I said that in the right way. But it's like I don't know if I not, agree with I get what you're saying. I don't know if I agree anything. with that. It just I think feels they, like they're not I think actually they do doing want people I I think they do want players people. like you to enjoy the game just as much as um, uh, of people who play the game at my level or people who play who just try to heroic or normal or even LFR. I think they really do try to make it, especially right now, it seems like they really are trying to make the game just a better game for everybody. Um, for sure. But it's, it's you're this. right. There, there is there is a point to where it's like, all right, everyone would have been super happy if the abilities were unlocked. And now it's, everybody other than this little sliver is going to be <laughs> yeah. happy so it's like might. why did you have to we don't even know they yeah might, might be happy for yeah. everyone yeah why why did you have to take that, that little sliver scary. you literally could have just made everybody happy it would have been sweet everyone would have been like all right cool if if this post would have said we're gonna make it so that the class abilities are unlocked bro the fucking world would have went on fire with joy yeah. it yeah, would have exactly. just lit up and everyone would have been excited because it would have been great for everybody, except the like what one person who gets pissed that they have to change their talent between single target and AOE. Like that guy which can go fuck himself, they, you know. Which no one cares about that to. guy. Which, by the way, is a great example of uh, them not getting the balancing even anywhere close. Like we're talking about, if you choose this talent over this talent, you are not invited to the key. Yeah. <laughs> like. If you take, if you don't take, I don't know, nobody's going to understand that example. Uh, Anyway, the, there have been dead talents for a long time that n -n -n nobody plays. Lunar Beam! Um, yeah, exactly. So, like, and maybe it's just, like, a lack of effort. Maybe they're going to, maybe they're really going to try on this one, you know, and they're really going to get, every, everything's going to be viable. Give it the old every college. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine a talent, any talent in the game being viable for every single spec in every single piece of content oh my that's just like i want to know i, I want to know if they are capable of doing this type of thing then what the fuck went wrong what the fuck went wrong in bfa <laughs> like right, yeah like i want to know i want to know yeah, like, that's right traits so everyone needed a rogue in mythic plus you just needed it they're like you're not doing high keys without a rogue but they would rather take anything else other than you being sub, okay? They would take the feral druid over you being sub, okay? It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, they, they, even when everyone wants a class, they won't take that spec of the class. So it's like, you know, like, how are they going to do it here? It's like, how are they going to balance everything in? I have faith. I got to stop it. All right. Okay. So I have faith. One, one thing, I have faith that they thing. can do this. Yeah, one thing that I thought was pretty interesting actually, um, I was watching as a clip from uh, Maximum, the leader of Limit, 
he was talking about how there's a weird kind of paradox where this this whole idea of not being able to swap your abilities, your con, your what, whatever, swap anything, um, in a weird way, doesn't affect the top top like raider players, like the ones that are going. They're just they just raid and that's all they do. That's the only thing that matters until it's over. Cause they're because they're gonna pick the best. Yeah. Yeah, you will pick the best raid one. And you do not care about any other content. You'll just deal with it. Like, even if it's not the best, who cares? Whatever. I am raiding. I'm picking the best raiding one. So I'm good. Like, I just figure out which one that is, and we go with the flow. Which might change from fight to fight, but that's a whole separate thing. Uh, which is why they're going to have, like, four of the same character, which is... Oh, that makes me... Ooh. I cringe. Anyway, um, so it's actually, like, not going to affect them as much. Because they're just going to pick the raiding one. They don't care about any other content. They're gonna pick the rating one, and they're gonna be cool with it. And then once they kill the last boss, then they're gonna like switch away from the rating one. They're like, okay, rating's over. Who cares? And it's MDI time, you know. Then they pick the dungeon one, and it's like, all right, I don't care that I'm worse than raid. Progression's over. Like this whole not being able to switch thing doesn't actually matter to me because now I have the best one in the content that I like. But even then, it's still gonna be like, you if you now that rating's over, now you still can't be the best in dungeons and PvP. You know, yeah. like if you think about somebody like Trill, if anybody knows who he is, an end limit where he's a world first raider, one of the best PVPers in the world, and he competes in the MDI. It, like, what is he supposed to do, man? Like, he's just screwed. Yeah, he's fucked. Nothing oh, man. So, all right. The but last point it, that I, I wanted to make. Some weird paradoxes with this. Last point that I wanted to make is that the only reason why I have faith is because Legion was great. And there have been expansions before that that were great. BFA was a fucking dud. But I'm noticing a lot of Legion des des design decisions in Shadowlands. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm noticing them taking a lot of feedback. I'm noticing them reverting things that were awful. So it's the only reason why I have faith. If anyone is out there wondering why I have faith that they can make, get this right, it's because they have shown us in this beta that they are willing to cut shit out if it is for the betterment of the game. And that is the only reason why I have faith. If it was for any other, if any other time in any other, take me a couple months back, I would have just been like no fucking way. There's absolutely no way, but that's the only reason why I have faith, uh, faith. And I think, um, that's it. I think we should, uh, probably move yeah. on to the next few things. Yeah. And like Legion, Legion ended up being a great expansion despite these things. So Shadowlands could still be a great yep, exactly. expansion despite these things, or, you know, maybe they're not that bad. Who knows how it's going to play out or maybe they fix it. So it's like, yep. this isn't going to doom Shadowlands because like it has so many other like amazing things going for it. So we'll see. All right. Next section. So that's covenants. We, we got, we got two, two final sections here. So two little ones, little baby ones. Stay tuned. Keep it up. This one. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to be nice with this one. Okay. PVP itemization. It's a hot topic right now. We have been following the constructive feedback about the range of gear available on our PVP vendors, and we agree with the underlying concerns. While WoW is an interconnected ecosystem of different content and systems, and we feel that the very strongest characters should be the ones who participate and excel in a wide range of, wide range of activities, each individual progression path should offer the majority of the tools required for success in that path. The current PvP vendors fall short of that goal. We are considering a few different solutions, such as reworking the stat coverage of the vendor gear and or providing PvP-specific bonuses through those items, 
As soon as we've settled on a direction, we'll share our plan for feedback. Wait, what? We'll share our plan for feedback. I don't know what that means. And get the changes up on beta for testing. Okay. Share. First off, we are Raiders. We are Mythic Plus people. We are PvP. This is what Ready Check Pull is. I have to tip my damn hat to Stoops for coming up with the fucking... You know, the, the PvP community, we're all WoW players. At the end of the day, we're all WoW players. And he lit a fucking fire under the the content creation people's asses to talk about this. To talk about how the vendors were just... Were, were actually ended up being worse than not having the vendors. And <laughs> that was the, 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 the solution that they said right here that really fucking that really tickles me and i love it is providing pvp specific bonuses through those items example of pvp specific bonus is resolution Resol what, what was it called you don't again? even remember oh my god i just blanked resilience resilience yeah that's an example of the pvp specific bonus and if they're adding shit like that Fucking A, dude. I'm PvPing again, bro. Like, that... I'm telling you right now, that gets me excited because I know how happy... I haven't watched any videos. I haven't seen any feedback from anyone yet. But I'm gonna assume that if they're gonna rework the stat coverage, is the main issue that people had, is that there weren't enough stat combinations so that you could get the stats that work for your spec character, whatever. And if they're gonna do that, that's the change that people asked for. If they're also going to add PvP-specific bonuses on those items, like resilience and, in, 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 I don't know, fucking hit rating, whatever the fuck they bring back from BC. Yeah, whatever, um, yeah. You know, if they do that, this is that's fantastic. It's because now this is going to make people like Zax happy because Zax doesn't give a fuck about the PvP-specific bonuses. He's just like, you know what? That's not for me. It's taking up stat weight. Uh, off of my gear that means that Maybe. it's going to be a little bit worse in rate potentially Maybe. a little bit worse in um rating and mythic plus and if that's the case then i don't have to get that gear i don't need to worry about that gear that gears for the pvpers and they get a gear set gear pieces gear items that is perfectly optimized for them and then they get a little bit less if they c try to come and get uh go into the pve realm and they try to you know grab some all stats no pvp specific bonuses though they might be a little bit worse off in pvp this right here might be the return of pvp in world of warcraft that i said it damn i think i think you might be adding thing you might be projecting here a hundred percent i am yeah, I think he's saying like uh I don't know. I don't know what he's saying, man. I Bro, this, he's this saying whole thing... he's saying that they fucked up with the vendors. They don't have enough oh, stats. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to fix that. And then he's okay, saying that they're so... going to So the place where I'm embellishing is what he means by PVP specific bonuses. That's where exactly, I'm embellishing yeah, yeah. a bit. Right, yeah. You you're saying something that makes sense and they might not be doing something that makes sense. Yeah. Um I so, hope they do yeah, though. That would be so determined. good. That would be so uh, yeah. good. Uh, hey, you, what I'm hearing from you is that you want PvP gear to <laughs> oh, be the best. PvP gear to be the best in PvP. Yep. I'm with you. 
That All sounds right. good. P- PVE gear is the best in PVE. Hey. Yep. All right. We're Amen, on. We're on dude. it. We got some ground, dude. We're on it. We're we're good. So we're on the same page there. All right. Uh, but the where it gets weird is this this sentence at toward the beginning where he says, "Wow is an interconnected ecosystem of different content and systems." Duh. And we feel that very the very strongest characters should be the one who participate and excel in a wide range of activities. That yep. is the part that that's the part that weirds me out. That's the part that super weirds me out. That's like him saying, if you want to be the the very strongest mythic raider, you have to battle pet. It's like what? what? <laughs> you what? threw me for a loop what? there. I didn't expect that one. <laughs> yeah. It's like what does that have to do with the grading man but let I me mean, really what he's saying is like if you want to be the i mean what i'm projecting i guess he says we feel that the very strongest characters to me that's top mythic raider you know try to bust out mythic raid uh uh should be the ones who participate and excel in a wide range of activities which means in this case pvp i yeah. no likey that no likey that I want to get. I want to be the best in PVE. All of the shit that I need to be the best in PVE should come from PVE. That's how I feel about it, and I, I feel like yep. it's the same way That's for PVP. Yep. If you want to be, if you want to be the literally the number one ranked PVP or god, literally, I think literally every single piece of the gear that you use should come from PVP. You're a PVP god. It should all come from there, dude. Why you shouldn't have to like mythic raid. To be the best PvP in the world, I, that just doesn't. I don't like that. But a lot of people, I think, like Asmongold even says this. Like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. strictly, strictly disagrees with that. If you want to be the best player, the best PvP PvP player in the world, a lot of people think you should have to mythic raid as well. And I'm, I'm not with that. No, no, no. All right, all right. So I'm not on the end that to be the best in arenas you have to be the best in mythic plus as well as the best in mythic rating as well as the best pet battler as well as you know i don't know the best backflipper in real life like i don't believe like you have to do all this shit right like what i'm saying is that i don't find it any problem that the pvp community has to do torgast to get their legendaries i don't find that to be that big of a problem i don't find it a big problem not, not challenging yep yeah, I don't feel that it's a big problem if there is uh, one specific trinket, maybe an item or whatever, or a quest that you have to complete or do whatever. And if for, for someone who is a mythic raider to have to do a random battleground every once in a while. I don't find Why? that that's a problem either. What's the, the point? The, so the point is you want to you wanna give people options to or, or give people the reason to experiment with different aspects of the game because the game is so big and i think that that's a good thing now if there's no so way that i the best yeah i i i think that you should you know if if you want again if you want what they're doing right now is perfect the vault is a perfect scenario of this if you want extra item options you do more pvp you don't have to do it but you do more you get a little bit extra item options out of your chest now, that's fine. I think that shit is perfect. You don't have to do it, but if you want to be the absolute bleeding edge best, that's what you'll do to get there. And I don't have a problem with that aspect of the game. I think it's fun, especially for people at my tier level, my my you know world 
fucking 300 or whatever like that that type of like tier level like i think that that's good for the game people like me in in the area that i'm in we get bored from constantly having to do only one thing all the time we want to play different aspects of the game it'd be cool if it carries over to our characters i know we disagree on this i know that you are definitely a hard stuck i want to be either pvping or pveing if i want to do both i'll do both and i'll just have two different sets of gear yeah well my thing is like it makes a lot of sense if you're like building up a character from scratch you can get benefits from both you can you can like double gear you're you're just blasting and you're doing both things you get gear from everywhere um and like because it's like you're doing like normal level difficulty of stuff and then you're like doing heroic level of stuff and like a little bit higher pvp now you're getting like heroic gear and then it's like all right boom now i'm at mythic level i'm doing plus 20s i'm doing i'm crazy rated whatever you know you're getting all this this stuff I, the way i see it the crossover being able to get gear from wherever you want and it, it crossing over to the content makes all, all the sense in the world at the heroic level i just think it gets whack it gets bad to me when it starts crossing over at like the bleeding edge mythic top of the line level yeah i can respect like, that crossover crossover is cute when you're gearing up but when you're the the big daddy when you're pvp god number one you should be living in pvp and be chilling you don't have to do well, a yeah, thing well, you, I, every you didn't bring single up that. piece you get is from pvp that's what i think once you're at the you're at the highest level of that content all of your rewards should come from that content that's just my yeah you didn't bring up that the fact that it's really hard to be the top at something so like if you're the top mythic raider the top mythic plus the top whatever like you it is really hard to go into pvp and do good that's a whole nother game so to get the reward that is the best that would benefit you to be the best is fucking hard that is that is a whole different game so I totally agree with you there. I'm saying at the at the lesser level, I think crossover is fine. I think crossover is is Same. even is even good uh, in those situations. But if I want to be the best mythic raider, that means I'm spending all my time mythic raiding. I don't have time to learn all the interactions of PvP. And I totally, I'm <laughs> right. I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm yeah. But I I kind of like added that whole thing into this conversation. It's not even like really what it's about. It's about like, hey, we th- what you know the development updates like, hey, we brought oh, back yeah. vendors. This is awesome. Hey, ev- this this. Hey, everybody. Yeah, you've been asking for vendors for a billion years, and we said no, and now we're finally doing it. But we fucked it up because we forgot how to do it. So we're fixing that. We're listening to you again. We're <laughs> yeah. fixing the vendors. So it's yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, you're not. You didn't just throw a vendor in there and forget about it. You're actually like working with us. Now we gotta. We're gonna try to get a vendor that makes sense. Okay, cool. Thank you, Blizzard. That's a thank that's you, a Blizzard. Yeah, hopefully it's a plus. <laughs> you know, this PV, PvP specific bonus kind of that that sounds good to me too, because that, like you said, maybe that means you get resilience, but it's like you get resilience for lesser regular stats. So it's like yeah, it's better in PvP but worse in PVE. Oh, dude, sign me up, dude. PvP power. Oh, I'm in <laughs> because yeah. because I'm out. Bro, we need to start a new hashtag. Hashtag bring back resilience. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. All right, so 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 right. that that is all the PvP itemization stuff. We have one more small topic to to go over real quick, and then we're gonna do some question and answers and then get to some of the chat that we haven't been able to look at yet. So all right, here we go. Sockets. All right. Last section is sockets. 
While we eliminated war forging and titan forging in Shadowlands, thank the Lord. With the goal, <laughs> he, of, did, he didn't with, say that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was my bad. I couldn't hold that in. With the goal of increasing clarity and player agency over rewards, thank the Lord. Uh, the question <laughs> of how to handle sockets was not quite as clear cut. A certain critical mass of sockets across all player gear is essential to support jewel crafting as a player profession. And in recent expansions, the chance for any end-game item to be upgraded to a socketed version gave players of all playstyles the opportunity to interact with the jewel crafting trade skill. At the same time, sockets unquestionably constitute power and can be every bit as impactful as warforging. Trying to balance these considerations, the approach we've settled on for Shadowlands is to keep sockets as a random item property, but to allow players to add sockets to their to their items via a consumable sold by blah 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 guy in the mall. Similar to Gouged Eyes and the recent Visions of Nazoth update. This way all players can take advantage of gems and seeing a socketed item uh what is this? Oh. This way, all players can take advantage of gems, and seeing a socketed item drop offers a short-term efficiency advantage, but in the long run, competitive players can still make steady progress toward a best-in-slot gear setup without relying on additional layer of randomness. Finally, in order to limit the total impact of gems and the power gap between players with full sockets and those without, in Shadowlands, only helms, rings, necks, bracers, and belts can have a socket randomly generated or added by the guy. These changes should all be active by next week's beta update. Bruh. Perfect. So Couldn't okay. have been happier with this solution. The the summary. We got rid of Warforging and Titanforging because that shit sucked and nobody liked can it. Can we just... Hold on, hold on. Two second moment of silence for this. All right, we're back. That was amazing. That they got rid of war forging and titan forging for Shadowlands. True. Yeah. Jesus. So they're get rid they got rid of war forging and titan forging. There's no replacement whatsoever, even a little bit in Shadowlands. But sockets were like the third, the third evil. You know, it's like oh, sockets got a little out of hand in BFA, and oh, what do we do? Do we keep them? I don't know. So they're 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 keeping them. There's gonna be random sockets. That's like the. The last vestige vestige of Warforging Titanforging. Just random ass sockets on gear every every once in a while. But the to prevent that from being annoying, um sockets can only be on what is this? One, two, three, four, five, one, two, five pieces. Yep. So you can only ever have five sockets ever, maximum. Um, and we don't know how many stat they're gonna give relative, whatever, but so you can only ever have five sockets at most. And there's a guy in the mall that we don't know how it's going to work, but you can work towards getting guaranteed sockets. You already have an item, and then you can put a socket on it. So oh, there's so going to be awesome guaranteed sockets. Yeah, which is a thing that they introduced toward the end of BFA to do guaranteed Bro, sockets. This is a perfect liked. fix. A perfect, perfect fix. It doesn't kill jewel crafting. It doesn't make it so that you know there's there's no extra stat choices that you want to get on your items. It like you can target your stats just a little bit, you know, just a little flavor, and it makes it so that it even boosts jewel crafting a little bit because everyone's gonna have sockets on all five items. Fantastic, dude! Absolutely fantastic. Couldn't have been happier yeah. with this solution. Yeah, it's great. I'm and he said this, it. bro. He said players can still make steady progress towards a best in slot gear setup. 
Oh, yeah. that oh. is the phrase of the century. Now, if we could only have a best ability and tight uh, talents and covenant setup, that's a uh, best inside. That'd be great, dude. Hell yeah. Man, this is like such a this is such a simple thing, right? Sockets, you can only have five, and you can get guaranteed ones. That's like, duh. Like, uh, uh, why did it take you this long to come up with it, man? Uh, but it's like, so it's such a everybody i think i feel like everybody's gonna be happy about this i don't know uh it's a great solution and it's like damn blizzard you figured it out you finally got there after a billion years of us telling you exactly what you should have done from the get-go i don't know why it took so long but you got there hey claps claps all around you listen to us thank you uh you know problem solved sockets boom bam done wow. that's like <laughs> that's like cool you guys you guys are capable of, of doing that and you've done that a lot actually in Shadowlands. Like you you fix stuff that was wrong for a long time and like stuff that's like really impactful and literally everybody told you to fix for yep. a billion years. You're finally fixing it. There's like this it's it's such a crazy laundry list of things in Shadowlands. It's like, oh shit, they fixed that finally. Cool. Yep. Oh yep. shit, they fixed that. Oh, they got rid of this. Oh, they got rid of this. Oh, no more islands. Oh, no more AP grind. It was a weekly cap. It's like Holy shit, like they are popping off with like listening to feedback and giving us awesome things. But why did it take so long? And then why are you not doing it with covenants, man? Yep, Why'd that's what I'm saying. You got, I got so close. There's a chance. There's a chance that they know what they're doing. And I'm gonna say that this fix, I think we both agree, that is a perfect fix. Sockets in general, awesome. The fact that they're still keeping sockets, I think, is good for the game. And I thought they were actually just taking them away completely, but the fact that you can actually target the socket uh, that you want is awesome as well. Good on Great. you, Blizzard. Absolutely good on you. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was our super long coverage of the developer update from Ian. Uh, hopefully it was fun. We're gonna go into some, some Q&A here. Uh, so send over your questions. I'm going to go scroll through the chat, see if there's anything I missed over over the, the whole deal. We're going to be cutting these up and making these into little videos. So, um, all right, yeah, let's let's move over to that Q&A section. Watch this, watch it. You ready for this, guys? Oh, woo! It says Q&A on the screen. Holy shit. Oh, we got big trims. Like, super delayed. I, I, okay, hold on. Wait, wait for it. <laughs> wait a second. Myself. Wait. <laughs> oh question time hell yeah yeah send in your questions if you're here live watching us put in wow chat. that took a long time holy yeah, shit I, I told you it's a long ass time that's dude, a so. big delay all right all right here we go here whoa we got super chats way, bro yeah yeah prison sword long time fan oh, oh Blackbeard too? what we yeah, got Blackbeard. We got Five nice. beans, dude, gave us five beans. Blizzard loves to make themselves a martyr and die on the hill that players know will be a bad system. <sighs> That's a heavy statement, my dude. What do you think that about that? That is true. They they do tend to do that. They are very good at that. <laughs> good at being bad? Fuck. Yeah. They <laughs> they are the best at sucking D. Wait, I mean, uh... That's, whoa, I that whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We got kids watching this. All right, all right. Now, uh, dude, yeah, we obviously we agree. We hope, I mean, if you guys have known, Blizzard has been making, you know, big changes uh, 
big changes for Shadowlands that actually shows otherwise. Hopefully they don't die on the hill and then it's for all for naught and we fucking hate it at you know after you know nine two and then they change it. Ugh, that would be a goddamn shame. Uh, Kayla, who if you guys don't know, uh, is my significant other. So that four ninety nine is a is a support from her. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And then uh, Prisma with the big. Twenty dollars, miss you got. Oh my God, Rhinoka coming in hot. Thank you, thank you so much. That's awesome. All right, man, we miss you too. You gotta hop in, hop in the Discord, talk with us, chill out, hang out, talk about some uh -oh. druid things. She used to be a guardian druid tank. She used Jim's, to be. Jim's kids are home here. Uh oh. Oh yeah, you're gonna hear dogs. You're gonna hear kids, bro. This is an impromptu. This is when we just pop open this. Dude, the fact that they haven't screamed, yelled, and came barging in up until this point <laughs> shows how good of a father I am. Uh, no, oh, <laughs> just... I, I didn't see that coming. Okay, wow. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, but hey, no, honestly, thanks, Blackbeard. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks, Prismos. Awesome. Really love that. All right, let's take some questions. You see any questions? I can't. I was just so excited for this. Hold on. Let me see. I'm looking. I'm looking. Do you have plans uh, for... Oh, wait, I mean, yeah, you go. Do you have plans for making tier lists for covenants for classes do we have plans for that uh that one's kind of complicated um it's a tough one i think uh some my plan <clears throat> it's gonna be kind of after how do i explain that um the, the short answer is no uh in that like going through every single spec and trying to tell you what what covenant to play that's like such a it's like uh i would love to but it's it's really hard to know so good luck so like the system is so <laughs> convoluted and they have no idea what they're doing and there could be a update every single week you know they just totally rebalance everything so it's like you never know oh what's this oh brian with the super holy sh i'm gonna pass out dude we made <laughs> more money than we've made all month <laughs> this is insane hey, thanks, i can actually RC go get some food rcp hype early podcast for my birthday thanks jim and zax hell yeah happy birthday, oh dude. dude happy birthday brian that's awesome thank you so much really appreciate that um, um for... but yeah my my plans for like tier list like covenants you're just gonna have to figure that shit out on the fly to be honest like there nobody nobody knows there's like current state of things right now which is kind of debatable depending on your content but that's going to change i mean they said it themselves it's going to change like crazy so who knows and they should all be viable in whatever you do so just play what you like <laughs> and you might you might be all right is that your yogi bear <laughs> yeah that was my stupid blizzard uh yeah so when it comes to tier list i i mean obviously we have we have plans of making tier lists for your specs, classes, um, things like that. Covenants are really fucking impossible to go over. So that's basically the long and short of it when it comes to that. Uh, hey, Zax, what's your uh, chosen main and secondary for the next tier? All right. I'm rolling with the mage main because everybody needs a mage. Uh, and because... I want to have a ranged class, but I hate all. Of, well, I don't want to say hate. I don't. I don't enjoy any of the other ranged class specs in the game, other than like mar like marksmanship hunter is pretty sick. But like, I don't think it's gonna be super meta. And if I had to play BM, I would just not play the game. So, uh, I'm going with mage because I think it's gonna be strong and needed, and it's fun. And 
you know? And it's, it might know. be broken. Like, Alter Time is kind of crazy. Not to mention that uh, Warlocks are going to be absolutely busted this expansion, or at least this tier. So You're going to support that. Be, <laughs> I'll be there to buff the Warlocks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think Mage is going to be good. And then uh, my, my secondaries are kind of kind of just for funsies. I don't know if they're going to be good because ultimately, like, I just play the stuff that I enjoy. I'm not going to, like, force myself into a play a spec that I hate. So uh, I'm a Windwalker at heart, so my first main, my first alt is going to be a Windwalker. I just, I'm just crossing my fingers that Windwalker is going to be worth bringing somehow. I don't think they're going to be. They're probably going to be pretty good in Mythic Plus because they always are, but in Raid... It's just a big question mark with Windwalker. Who knows, dude? But there's a ch- who knows. Maybe they just get Antorus tuning and they just pop off, and Windwalkers are lit. So I'm gonna have a Windwalker alt, and then after that, it's kind of just a bunch of random, random melee specs like Warrior and Ret Paladin and stuff like that. What yeah. So uh, for me, I'm gonna hit you with the big, big one out of left field. It is right now for main. It is between Mage. You know, we're real, real, real surprising. You know, I just got to follow in Zach's footsteps. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be mage, and the reason why is because Frost is so fun. Oh my God, it is so fun. Like I, I cannot tell you that the the Icelands build that you showed me is out of control. Like it's out of control <laughs> fun. Like it is just ridiculously useful in every situation. A little bit worse for single target, but there's options for talents and stuff to make single target decent. And then you have the two other specs. It's also not very challenging. I have to raid lead, so it's not very challenging to to execute that rotation. And then you have a lot of hey. oh shit buttons like blink and ice block and stuff like that. Alter time, like you just talked about. Mage is probably gonna be it, but if it's not mage, it'll be hunter. Those one of those okay. two will be will be my main. Um, again, because I have to raid lead, I don't want to be a guaranteed spot that takes up one of the melee spots. You only get a few in True. in our guild, right? So that's that's one of the things. Um, but for my alt, I'm gonna be a tank, and it's probably gonna be druid. Um, <gasps> I know a lot of people. Whoa, yeah, yeah. A lot you. of people are hating on the druid right now on the guardian. But man, just that's just like the idea identity, of. Yeah, it's like it's like you with the monk, man. I know monks way better right now, but it's just I'm, like uh, who knows. I, I feel like guardian is fun. It's easy. It's it got you know it got great uh, uh, legendaries that that work with it, and yeah. I just feel like I have to. The, dude, the character's name is Jimfro. Like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yep. I can't not do that. But yeah, it's, it's probably gonna be mage for me, and then druid. If not mage, if something happens. Uh, you know, something comes out that makes Hunter more worth, and that'll boost it above the mage. But those are th- those are my picks. It's the first time I'm saying this, by the way. I've never said this anywhere both... at all. So. Oh yeah, you just kind of figured it out. Yeah, we both kind of have like mage is like. Let's be honest, mage is always good somehow. Like it's just, it's just yeah. a safe pick, especially the first one that you bring. You know, it's, it's you're always gonna have a mage. It's always gonna be a worthwhile pick. And then our both of our picks, like immediately after mage, is like just some shit tier who, who knows shit. They, they might be terrible <laughs> yeah, but we just but like they, all, them, so they like, might get something that makes them broken though you never know <laughs> yeah we just uh, it turns out we like playing the game so we just play things that we like dang it. yeah but what's what's cool yeah. what's cool about the whole the whole mage debacle is that what, what we said before is that when you 
when you think about you know boomkin or you think about uh, um i don't know any any other spec that's ranged uh, a shadow priest like you only ever really want one but mage you could take five like warlocks you could take 14 and you'll be fine so like you know you yep. need to like you, you need to think about if this isn't you know, it, whatever, like, I, I need options, mages to options, three specs, it can be brought all the time, it has a bunch of good utility, and then guardian is just because, you know, that that's my soul, and I feel sad that I can't main it. Yep, feel that. And so that's that one, um, alright, alright, I haven't, I... But that, I, yeah, that doesn't necessarily, our, our picks for what we're maining doesn't necessarily line up with what's gonna be the best. It's also because... not what lines up with what yeah. I'd recommend for you to pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, really you should pick that that's like i think i think we have like a good um a good outline for how to pick your thing though it's like pick something that you can live with and you you know it's probably going to be good you know like let's be honest you, you know or like, have better like, odds of being good yeah yeah like yeah, yeah rogue's probably going to be good like death knight is probably going to be good now that it has amz and stuff like warlock's going to be good obviously so if you like warlock just pick that if you if you can stand playing warlock you know if you have even a little bit of enjoyment pick that but and then have your alt just be like some random shit that you just love it doesn't yep. matter what you just love it just play that as your alt like so you have your your safe pick you know that's like i can live with it even if it's not my not not my favorite and then just play your play what you like after that that's that's my suggestion yeah and that's that's kind of the philosophy that we both we both live by and i think i think that's the right one right pick something that's going to be useful always pick something that's gonna that's that has the best chance so three specs if you can of having a good spec option and then pick something that is for you right you know go eat that extra mm -hmm. chocolate get that piece of cake it might not be good for you but it's gonna feel good at the time yep all right uh so got, do we have any other stuff. questions yeah, there's a, there's a little one right here. So, what do you guys think of the one item per run Mythic Plus change from Void? Um, I don't know if you've heard about that, but no. my my understanding is that that's a direct um, response to Warforging and Titanforging not existing, as well as like the weekly vault being revamped and like making a lot more sense. So, before, so basically, they want to make it harder for you to get the best piece from dungeons because you can just do them forever so in bfa and legion you couldn't get the best piece because titan forging existed there was the the odds of you getting the, the actually the the version that you want was like you never know you could just get a base version every single time so it's like yeah. that there's repeatability repeatability built into the aren't with the rng which is why they liked it but now there's no rng so it's like okay well how do we get people to do more than one dungeon you know how do we get them to do more how do we make it less likely for them to get the best item instantly it's like okay yeah. well just reduce how many items drop it's like okay, yeah, I'm okay with like it. I, it makes sense like i'm gonna have to do you know it's gonna be less likely for me to get the piece that i want but when i get it at least it's i got it yeah at I'm least i'm done. done i got it but it's like okay they, they just have to i think it, they are only really doing it so that they can stretch out you know kind of how many times you have to do the the dungeon on average how many how many times people have to do the dungeon on on average i think that's what's yeah going on there. i think Even it's cool it, now do you know that how do you notice how nobody's talking about they're just deleting the scrapping system like no one's yeah. talking about yeah. this where's the yep. scrap system going hey <laughs> it got scrapped 
It got stabbed. They put it in itself, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and nothing, no, yeah, I, and, I think it's and, fine. And I'd nothing came out of it because it was worthless. So. Yeah, it's dog shit. Uh, See but, ya. Uh, but I, I, I definitely think it's better to be done than to have more items drop and a chance to be a smidge better. Like, yeah, better to be done. Uh, one of the sense. questions that I want to answer is why Guardians Druid? Because its name is Jimfro. I think it's going to be great, and everyone else says it's going to be shit. But, like, I really, really, really think it's going to be good. And I don't – the reason why I don't, like, really say that that often – is because I feel like it's going to be a meme because so many top end people are saying it's going to be dog shit. Um, so that that's just the reason why I'm going Guardian. I, I love it, and it's it's not boring to, for me to play, and I would have played it in BFA as well as an alt if it wasn't terrible because it was terrible in BFA. So, yeah, um, so yeah that, that, that that's just that. Uh, oh, well, one thing was uh, Rip Fire Mage. Is that true? Or is it just oh, slow yeah. because of haste? Oh no, Fire Mage is dead. Don't gone. That yeah. that effect does not exist. Yes, there got there got to be some big old big old big old changes for that thing to actually actually be real. They they dude, Fire Mage they they prop warrior that shit. Fire Mage <laughs> and prop warrior are just, I mean, they they're they're dead dude. They they suck. There's no there's no just by design. Like not I'm not even saying like tuning by design. They suck. And like, yeah, and by suck, I mean like, you can still probably do a, a plus fifteen. You can still probably like get cutting edge eventually. You know what I mean? Like, you can still, you can still make you it. You can work, be the one survival like... hunter that killed Nazoth, okay? <laughs> but let's, I mean, let's be honest. When you compare it to the other mage specs, it's gonna be, it's probably gonna be bad. Oh, Carlos wants to know: Will I let him raid as sub? Now, little do you know, sub is on fire right now. It's doing like a lot of people are loving sub. So I will let you raid as whatever you want. Obviously, you're the best warlock I've ever seen. And if you want to go rogue, you'll just be the best rogue I've ever seen. Um, but but yeah, you're la, you can you can raid as sub all you want, dude. As long as you give me one of those super chats for a dollar. What? <laughs> what the? That's how I'm going to do raid spots. Wait, Whoever is the most. <laughs> yeah, whoever gets the most. Wait. Oh god, no! Don't do it! Don't do it! I'm just kidding! I'm just kidding! I don't want to get banned! <laughs> don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> That's messed uh, up. That's messed up. Um, all right, man. That this is a fun little thing. Um, we're still gonna be doing the 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 Friday podcast. That's gonna be either earlier or after raid testing. Raid testing is gonna be on Friday. Um, so we don't really know exactly when we're gonna do it. It's probably gonna be at two o'clock. Um, yeah. It was a gr it's great talk. I'm glad we got to go over these. We're going to cut these up to make them into little segments to put on the YouTube channel, hopefully. And uh, that that's it. Um, see you later, guys. Bye-bye.